真姑的秀。What's up, everybody? It is well. Let's see.、Um, right now, it is nine fifteen p.m. Tuesday, January twenty second. A freezing cold evening in Los Angeles.、Uh, my first solo episode in a little while.、Um, if you count last week's, if you count last week's.、Um, Live recording in San Francisco, which went great. That should be up in the next week or so.、Um, they record a lot of podcasts during this festival, and so they have to process them or do whatever they—I don't know—whatever they have to do. Process. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I've never processed any kind of audio.、Uh, they have to do whatever they do with all their. Podcasts, and、uh, then they'll send it to me. So,、um, no promises of when exactly that's going to be. Oh, here I, get, I think I got testing. I got my volume right finally. Um, but it went great. It was really fun. To those of you listening, who came out to Cobb's in San Francisco last week, thank you so much.、Uh, we had a blast. It was great to have Busy back. It was great to be on stage with Busy,、uh, and、um, Dana Gould and Jane Weedlin, who are both really awesome. And、um, I'm not, not going to like a kind of dark. <laughs> This podcast got kind of dark at times, but、um, I thought it was awesome. <sighs>、uh, what else?、Um, well, since we're doing the solo, I guess I can give a more. Accurate update of my health, my health, my training. My health is well. That's a, that's another thing we can talk about. We'll start off with training, though. This is now,、uh, I guess tomorrow will be three weeks that I've been on the keto diet, but it's、uh, one week of not. Of a diet that's not as restrictive as it was the first two weeks. If you remember the first two weeks of this diet, I was only protein, vegetables.、Um, I was on some uh, supplements. Uh, I was taking multivitamin,、uh, some magnesium, some omega threes,、uh, stuff like that, and、um, I. When I went to San Francisco, well, just before I went to San Francisco, I called my trainer. I said, "Look, the day before I leave for San Francisco is the two-week mark. We have got to get together so that you can、um, uh, do, you know, what you need to do to、uh, give run the tests you need to do on me. Like do do another body scan, figure out how much weight I've lost, water weight, you know. Body fat percentage, all that new stuff you need to do so that we can get me into some carbohydrates. Heyo! And so、uh, we got、uh, barely got in, in under the wire, but I got in to see my trainer, and everything was great. I've lost well as of last week. I haven't weighed myself right now. I mean, since last week, but I had lost nineteen pounds. Um. 
according to his measurement, it was about 10 pounds of water weight and nine pounds of fat. Um, but I feel like I was right around there a few days before that. And he said that since I am also doing weight training, I'm adding muscle. So he said from here on out, it's probably going to be really slow. Like I'll be losing weight. I'll actually be losing fat, not weight. I'll be losing fat, but simultaneously building muscle. So he's like, you may, you know, over the next few months, just be losing one, maybe two pounds a week, but probably more like one, 1 1.5 a week from here on out, as long as I'm still, uh, doing weight training, which I still am. And, um, I'm cool with that, I guess. <laughs> It would be nice. I'm not going to lie. It would be nice if the weight just kept careening off at that speed. Oh my God. I would love it. I would love it so much if uh, it was literally just like eight pounds a week for the next however many months it takes me to lose, you know, 40 or 50 pounds. But uh, it's a start. I'm glad. Uh, you know, a huge chunk was taken out at the top. It makes me feel like I've accomplished something. I honestly can't tell looking at myself. I, I think I've mentioned this before, but like looking in the mirror, I can't really tell. Um, I guess I can see it a little bit in my face, but that's about it. It's be, and it's because I see myself every day. You know, when I go, when I'm in the bathroom, I see myself in the mirror. So it's hard for me to tell, although my pants are starting to seem a little bit more loose. Um, so I guess it's happening. And he said, even if I stay around this weight while I'm building muscle and stuff, he's like, I'll still see a change in the shape of my body. Like I may be adding muscle, but I'll be losing the big bloated belly that I have. And hopefully the, the, uh, man boobs, hopefully those are going to get smaller. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm on track. And so he gave me, you know, I've been having, or I was having for the first two weeks, zero carbs uh, a day. And then uh, after I met with him last week, he said, you know, have like 50 to 60 carbs a day. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds like so much. And uh, it turns out it's like a small bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> And some fruit. I can now have fruit, which is great. But uh, that all is carbs. So it, it just kind of, you use that 50 to 60 grams of carbs really quick. You know, um, and I didn't even do it my first two days I was up in San Francisco. I still stuck with my diet and uh, my previous diet. It wasn't until I hit the weekend that I let loose. Um, he had also said, you know, since you're, lifting weights, working out. He's like, on the weekends, I want you to do carbohydrate loading. So um, he's like, you can eat 200 grams of carbs a day on the weekends. And I was, I was also saying, this is the same time. So I was like, oh my God, that's so much. And as soon as I got to my car, I started just Googling how many carbs in a slice of pizza, how many. And it turns out it, it's not what I was thinking it was going to be. <laughs> like if you watch uh, The Rocks, if you just Google or YouTube 
do a video search for the rocks uh cheat days you can find him he posts them on his instagram like he's got when the rock eats on his cheat day <clears throat> it's like a full plate of cookies like pasta it, it's so much fucking food it's mind-blowing so that's kind of what I was picturing when my trainer was like, now you can have 200 grams of carb a day on Saturday and Sunday. You got to load up. So when you go to the gym on Monday, your body will be starving for, you know, working that out, working that off. And uh, you'll really see results. And uh, I was like, all right, all right, I'm going to eat like the rock. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> got to write that down. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I'm gonna eat like the rock. I'm just doing this so I don't have to listen through this again. But yeah, I was like, I'm gonna eat like the rock. I can't wait. Then I got in my car as soon as I got out and I was like, what can I eat? 200 grams. It turns out it's not that much. It's not like binging like the rock who admittedly works out way more than I do. <laughs> Lifting a lot more. He's probably in the gym a lot longer than I am. But, um, also, by the way, I can tell in my headphones, I sound a little more sinusy. It's because uh, I've had dairy. There's no carbs in what I've had, but I've had dairy and I can tell a difference just like I knew I would be able to. Anyway, I'll get back to that. So yeah, Saturday I woke up in San Francisco. The first two days I'd been going to this awesome restaurant called The Grove. Kind of near like Pacific Heights, I guess. It's on. Anyway, I went to this place. It's this great like brunch place. The first two days and I have these amazing scrambled eggs with or these scrambles with bacon and onions and chives and and they're so good and just no carbs and it was awesome or very little carbs and um no I think it was still no carbs I have that and then like a salad with, with my scramble which seemed weird but it actually worked it tastes tasted great and some like coffee and I was doing fine. It was great. But then Saturday, I'm like, okay, cheat day. Load. My, my trainer hates the phrase cheat day. He's like, call it loading day. He's like, I call it loading day. So I'm just like, loading day. Let's load up on carbs. And so all it really was was Saturday. I'm, uh, I get the same thing. This uh, bacon uh, egg scramble. And... Um, but instead of a salad, I got hash browns and some fruit, a little bit of raspberries and blueberries. Oh, it's so good. It was so good. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The fruit tasted way better. It was so sweet and just, oh, my, my mouth is watering. <laughs> My mouth is watering right now just talking about it. The fruit was great. It's hash, I'm not going to lie. The hash browns were awesome. And then uh, I just had a normal lunch. I had like a salad with steak on it for lunch. Only drinking water. Also all day, every day, a little bit of coffee, but mostly water. And then um, I had a show that night, Saturday night, and uh, in the green room. 
They had like six pizzas. And that's when I, uh, that's when I, you know, capped off my 200 carbs with, uh, I had like three slices of cheese pizza. That's it. That was my load. That was my cheat day. A little, little dollop of hash browns in the morning and <laughs> three slices of cheese pizza. That would have been nothing to me three weeks ago. <laughs> um, and then it was basically the same thing. The next day I went to the same breakfast place and got uh, a, a scramble with hash browns and fruit. And um, and then I went to a party at a friend's house when I got back from the airport Sunday night. And they had ordered pizza. So I had like two or three more slices of pizza and, and some, uh, what do you call it? LaCroix. I've never been a huge LaCroix drinker, but I just wanted something with a pizza other than water. And LaCroix is basically not much more than water, <laughs> but, um, hear that? that's protein powder in a bottle of water. So, uh, that was my weekend of cheating hash browns and pizza. Maybe that'll be the title of this episode. Hash browns and pizza. But, oh yeah, and he had like cheese and crackers at, at my friend's party Sunday night. I honestly didn't have any of the crackers, I'm proud to say. I was able to stave that off, but I did have a good amount of cheese. Like Gouda, like just a nice hard Gouda. <laughs> I love a good hard Gouda. <laughs> and it was delicious. I'm not going to lie. That cheese was so good. Every, the pizza, the Gouda. Ugh. But I'm, I'm nasally. It was like two days later and I'm nasally. Um, so I got to figure something out. I got to, uh, I don't know. I got to uh, maybe try ugh, some of that vegan cheese. I could eat much. I could eat a lot more if I did those vegan, like those cauliflower crust pizzas with like vegan cheese. And I mean, I could do regular cheese. I'd just be nasally again all the time. I think the bottom line is I have to uh, just not have dairy. At least only as a treat once in a great while. Um, I did get a coffee today. <laughs> this is all sounds like the most boring, sad stuff. Yeah, yeah. I did have a coffee today. It was real good. I actually put some almond milk in it. So that was something. That was a treat. <laughs> it didn't have black coffee. I put some almond milk in my coffee and it was, it was tasty. A tasty almond almond milk coffee. <laughs> a little bit of stevia, too. It was really wholesome. Ugh. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm that guy now. I'm the guy who talks about his shitty meals. And, uh, anywho. I'm trying to hold the mic away when I sniffle. Uh, what was I going to get back to? I don't remember. There's something I was going to go back to. I'll probably think of it. Oh, hello. 
I didn't see you standing there. Well, now that it's just you and me here in this room, I have something I want to talk to you about. Have you ever had a problem with your teeth <laughs> that you've always wanted to get fixed? It's okay. You can tell me. I'm Steve. I have an option that can help you. You won't need to go through the hassle or long-term treatment of wire braces. I know you don't want braces. You've told me that a million times. And you can do it all from the comfort of your own home. It's a new company and it's called Candid. Candid is helping people gain confidence through accessible and affordable orthodontic care. Candid makes the process of straightening your teeth convenient as well as easy by having the customer take the process into their own hands. And even though the customer is taking the process into their own hands, Candid's network of highly trained orthodontists review each and every case and directs the entire aligner plan. You can get straighter and brighter teeth in an average of six months, and it costs 65% less than braces. Hi, that's a good number. I may not be great at math, but I know 65% is a lot. Everything is delivered to your home. You don't have to leave the house. You don't have to go to a a, a creepy dentist's office or orthodontist's office. You get white glove customer service. In addition to email and phone support, Candid will set up a video call with you to answer any questions you have and to walk you through the modeling process. They only use orthodontists, right? They don't use weird dental professionals. Whatever that means. Canon makes clear liners that are sent directly to your home and are customized specifically for you to straighten your teeth. If the aligners fix crooked teeth, crowding, protrusion, protrusions, and gaps. First step, though, is to purchase their modeling kit, which will be sent to your home so you can take impressions of your teeth. The modeling kit retails for $95. Candid's network of orthodontists reviews your specific case and provides you with a 3D preview of what your treatment will look like. Huh? It's completely up to you if you want to move forward with your clear aligner treatment plan. It's up to you. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. If you get chicken back out, that's fine. You can also talk to a real person at any time if you have any questions. Candace's treatment time is an average, like I said, six, six months. That's nothing. Half a year. And it'll literally save you thousands compared to the other guys. So look, what I'm saying is you're one step away from getting straighter, wider teeth. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee. Plus, when you use my dedicated link, that's candidco.com slash no docs, you'll save 25% on your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash no docs. 25% off of your modeling kit. That's amazing. Candid, C-A-N-D-I-D-C-O dot com slash no docs come on smile hello lovers it's me steve and i'm here to talk to you about zola what's zola steve well listen and i will tell you stop interrupting me (laughs) zola is the wedding company that will do anything for love ah it's romantic they're reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in a couple's lives even happier From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology. Like I said, it's all in the service of love, guys. All in the service of love. 
Zola is the easiest way to plan your wedding and register. There's already 500,000 couples who've used Zola. That's, that's half a million couples. That's one million people because a couple is two. How about that for math? A million people have used Zola. How about that? They take the stress out of wedding planning with a free wedding website. Get your dream wedding registry, affordable, save the dates and invitations, and easy-to-use planning tools. It's so convenient to manage everything online and in one place, and it saves so much time for couples. Come on. Did I mention half a million? That's amazing. And it's a free wedding website. It's so easy. takes just minutes to set up over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding. They make it easy to personalize your favorite design with all your wedding details. You can add photos. You can add cute little stories about how you two met on a ferry to, uh, to Alcatraz. <laughs> You're taking a tour in San Francisco. You met on that ferry. You know, people want to know that. Put that on your uh, free wedding website. You can add travel and accommodations, everything. There's a FAQ section. That means frequently asked, question, asked questions section. It helps address those awkward questions. Like when people are like, hey, can I bring my kids to your wedding? Ugh. You can leave that in the FAQs so they don't have to ask you. Or do I have a plus one? Check the FAQs, man. I don't, I don't want to get into this with you right now. You can put your Zola registry on your wedding website so guests can get all the details they need and buy your wedding gift in one convenient and in parentheses, beautiful place. Then you build your dream registry at Zola. They make registering for newlyweds very easy. The Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at different price points. There's something for every Everybody. There's something for every guest to give. Guests love free shipping and returns, price matching, and more. Over 500 top brands from OXO and Cuisinart to Sonos and Airbnb. It's all on there. You can create funds for your honeymoon, future home, new puppy, anything you want. It's limitless, guys. That's what I'm saying. They also have the best completion discount. 20% off remaining gifts on your registry start right after your big day. Oh boy, man. That's awesome. So to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash no docs. That's Zola.com slash no docs. Z-O-L-A dot com slash N-O-D-O-C-S. I think I've made it pretty clear. Go do this now. Come on, couples. Do it. Uh, the one thing, though, up, they, they didn't have weights. They didn't have a weight room in my um, hotel in San Francisco. So I'd just do stationary bikes and stuff. There were no weights. That was kind of a bummer. Um, but I, yeah... I hit it again hard this week, Monday. Monday, I went really hard at the gym. <laughs> I just sound like a bro now. <laughs> Look, what I'm saying is I'm still sticking with it, guys. It's going to be a while. It's a long road. 
I had some ribs for dinner tonight. I had scrambled eggs and bacon this morning. Had some fruit. And then uh, I really didn't eat anything at lunch. I had some almonds and a bottle of water with protein powder in it. That protein powder really works, man. It really uh, really just kind of makes me full. Maybe it's because I'm drinking it with so much water, but um, I don't have that much of an appetite. I mean, I get hungry when I should get hungry, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but I'm not like having to snack all the time, which I'm pretty stoked on. Anyway, as far as my health health stuff i i've been having really bad back problems despite the fact that i've been doing yoga once a week despite the fact i'm going to the gym i'm stretching my back is just out of alignment whacked out or something um i i I continue to fall asleep on this couch i just need to get rid of this goddamn couch i like you know laying on it and watching a movie at night or a TV show, and then I just fall asleep on it. Next thing I know, it's four in the morning, and I'm just in such a clouded stage of sleep that I'm like, uh, I'm just going to stay here. I don't want to walk over to my bed. <laughs> so then that's, you know, I'm not doing myself any favors, and I wonder my my back is all wacky and, you know, out of joint and out of alignment. It's because it is just this big, fluffy, uneven couch. But also, uh, also I, I do have that uh, the kidney stone. I've talked about it off and on for a while now. I know there's a kidney stone in there. It's a ticking time bomb. So that's another thing I've been worrying about lately because of the back pain. I'm like, is this just warning pain? Is it the kidney stone moving up and getting ready to pass? I I can't tell. I just can't tell. So, um, you know, the week before, two weeks ago, I went in and got... Uh, I went in and got uh, an x-ray to see if the stone had moved. And then I went into the urologist. Uh, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. It was just before I left. Oh, it was Wednesday. It was the day before I left for San Francisco. I went to the urologist. I haven't talked about this at all, but I went into the urologist and, um, they were like, we can't really tell. They did an ultrasound while I was in there and they're like, yeah, there is some kind of like inflammation here. Uh, but it's hard to tell. So we want to do a CT scan. It's a little more comprehensive. I just remember thinking, why the fuck didn't we just do this to begin with? If it's more comprehensive, let's, let's just throw any possible, you know, ifs, ands, or buts out the window and let's just do the, the, the good one. So they're like, uh, let's, um, let's do this, let's do the CT scan and then, um, me to come back in a week. So tomorrow I'm doing the CT scan. That's Wednesday. And then next week, next Wednesday, I go back in and they're going to look at it. I have a feeling the kidney stone has moved because I looked at the x-ray. I did look at the x-ray and I couldn't even see a kidney stone, but 
the ribs, my ribs are also in front, you know, the kidneys kind of embedded underneath the ribs. So I was like, there's a good chance that kidney stone has moved up and it's literally behind one of the ribs in this x-ray. So I I have a feeling it moved. I I have a fucking feeling. I have two fears. Neither one of them. Well, they're fears. So yeah, neither one of them has a great outcome. (laughs) One fear is that between now and a week from now, when I go, I'm supposed to go in for, to see my urologist again is I'm going to pass the kidney stone. It's just going to start passing before I can even have a doctor look at it and do anything. The other fear is, you know, it won't pass, but I'll go in. He'll be like, yep, it's near the top of your kidney now. It's, it's It could pass any time, so let's do a procedure to get rid of it, which just... After talking to Jillian Bell a couple weeks ago on the podcast and hearing her horror story about her um, kidney stone and then having a stint, is it a stint or a stent, regardless, put up her ureter and just how uncomfortable it was, that scares me. At least I know with passing a stone, the fucking horror that I'm in for the hours of pain I'm going to have to deal with, but I know where I stand. I've done it three times. Um, but the, I mean, the other thing is you don't know how bad a kidney stone is going to be. Sometimes you can have one that's even smaller and it still hurts worse than the other ones. And I just have a feeling this is just going to end shitty either, either way. The only good outcome with me going into the, uh, the doctor in a week with the urologist is I'm saying, oh yeah, kidney stone's still on the bottom. You're good. That's the, that's the only thing I can foresee as being semi-positive. I mean, regardless, I'll still have a kidney stone. Boy, Steve, you have managed, you have managed to talk for 20 minutes about some pretty fucking boring shit. That's really all I have. (laughs) Um, yeah, I uh I'm also afraid to weigh myself. I haven't weighed myself since last week, you know, 19 pounds lost. And it was 2 weeks of very rapid weight loss, so I'm afraid to look. I have a scale over there. I'm afraid to step on it. Also, I weigh myself in the morning cuz you weigh less in the morning. You've um that's a fact, guys. Just in case you didn't know that. If you weigh yourself at night, you might be a little bit bummed out. So weigh yourself first thing in the morning. Uh, But I'm afraid. For some reason, I'm so paranoid about my cheat days over the weekend. Sorry, my loading days. I'm afraid that I'm going to go to weigh myself. It's going to be like, hey, man, you gained like 21 pounds. (laughs) It's going to be... Me like I know way way more than when I started all this shit. Oh god, I had ribs for dinner and they were so good. But that's literally all I I didn't even have vegetables, which is stupid. I should have had vegetables. Um, I I really do have to figure this diet thing out. You know, I don't want to keep relying on going somewhere and just ordering a steak and some vegetables. I bought like. I bought like three or four 
ketogenic friendly cookbooks. And there's a lot of cool options in there, a lot of cool looking things. I just need to sit down. I just need to sit down and not sit down, but I need to go shopping, buy the stuff and like just spend time in the kitchen make forcing myself to make this stuff. Otherwise, it's going to continuously be me going down to the Gelson's grocery store on my way home from whatever show or podcast or way back from the gym and just going into the deli section and getting, uh, you know, some turkey breast or some tri-tip or some prime rib and some steamed vegetables and a salad. That's going to get boring. I feel like really fast. It's not right now. It's not boring. I, I love all those things. And they keep me full. Uh, so yeah, but I just foresee in the future this being maybe. So I mean, it is not a maybe. It's a definite. <laughs> has to be a lifestyle change in the way I eat. I need to just say, hey, no more sugar. Like Dean Del Rey, he was on Dean Del Rey, who you know, if you've lift, listened to the podcast for a long time, you know. Dean, a very funny comedian, was on our podcast uh, back in the busy days talking about how he reversed his uh, diabetes by quitting sugar. That's really all he did. He still eats, you know, carbs and stuff. I think he does. Maybe he doesn't eat like bread, though, or, you know, stuffed with, with stuff with refined, you know, flour. Like I don't know. He reversed his diabetes is what I'm saying. And I know one thing for sure is he does not eat sugar. So I feel like even on my cheat days, I shouldn't have sugar. I should just keep, well, I don't know, maybe. I don't know what a cheat day would be for me because, you know. Sorry, I'm tired. I went to the went to the gym and uh, yeah, I'm tired today. <laughs> I got to record these in the daytime because I'm a waste at night and I'm sitting on my very comfortable couch. So you guys know how that goes. I'll probably fall asleep during, during this um, podcast recording and you'll get to, you'll get like until the tape runs out, you'll get like three hours of Oh God, I hope that's not what I sound like when I sleep. I still need to do a sleep study. I have a friend who does sleep studies. She like, her job is to like hook people up to machines and watch them sleep to see if they have sleep apnea or other sleep related issues. That's a dream come true. She's like, yeah, come in anytime. She's like, I'll watch you sleep. <laughs> it's just, which is kind of cool. I can do that. I should do that. I will do that. I'll do it for the podcast, but also, um, it sounds, uh, I mean, because it's a friend of mine, I have a feeling she would also just be doing like Instagram videos of me sleeping, which is kind of fucked up (laughs) because that's probably what I would do if one of my friends came into a clinic where I was doing sleep studies and they're like, Hey, Oh, Hey man, I didn't know you worked here. Uh, 
so what do I do? And I'm like, oh, yeah, just put these uh, monitors on, these sticky pads on your temples and your chest and a couple on your on your leg. And um, uh, just go to sleep, man. Just relax. I'll be checking on you from that other room. I'll look through the window. All right, man. Good night. Good night. And then they fall asleep and I wait because I have them hooked up to machine. I can tell when they're in deep REM stages of sleep when they're just in the deepest stages. And then I will sneak into their room (laughs) and I'll put my phone right up to their face (laughs) and just make really funny. I'll I'll make the, I'll do those Instagram stories, but I'll use filters where it looks like they're a dog, a dog face sleeping. And then uh, the next morning, they'll wake up. They'll be like, hey, man, how did I do? I'd be like, oh, you did great, man. You you slept real good. You slept real good. You should be proud. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they'll get home. They'll go online or, you know, they'll get out to the parking lot, open up their phone and just be like, oh, that motherfucker. That's what I get for doing a free sleep study. Anyway, I don't know why I just went off on that tangent. Um, I should do some uh, listener emails. I'm trying to think what else I have. Back pain, check. I should go to my. I should go to my chiropractor. I should go to my acupuncturist. At least she's a temporary fix for the pain. Acupuncture is so great for uh, pain management. Ugh. Even though, you know, I went in years ago when I had a kidney stone and I was having similar back problems. And I, and she would she was doing, you know, acupuncture on my back. And she's like, you feel better when I do this? And I was like, yeah. I go, I mean, I do have a uh, kidney stone, though which is probably, you know, might be causing some of the pain. And she's like, oh, she's like, well, you know, <laughs> I can't cure a kidney stone. <laughs> she's like, I'm not a magician. She's like, this will help you with the pain for a while. Um, but uh, that's th- that kidney stone you got in there is like, it's like a meteor. It's like solid steel. Like that. that's not going to, I can't break that with needles on your skin. But for any of you people who deal with pain management or, or other stuff, uh, I highly deal with pain management. Deal with pain that needs management. Oh, I'm so tired. I think I woke up too early this morning. It was so cold last night. Um, I got back from San Francisco. By the way, San Francisco, the weather was perfect. The day before I left, it was like 70 degrees and sunny. The day I left was a little cloudy and rainy. And then I got back down to LA and it was sunny. I managed to dodge the rain for a week, which is cool. But I got back and it was like really windy last night in, in Los Angeles and like super cold. Like I fell asleep with a blanket on, but I, re- I remember waking up at like four o'clock this morning and like it was not enough. Like I was shivering in the blanket. I had to throw another one on me. I have two blankets on my couch, not to brag, but just in case I fall asleep on the couch. Um, 
Oh boy, did I just spill a LaCroix? I have a LaCroix next to me. Don't tell anybody. I mean, it does have no carbs in it, so, or sugar. I'm not sure what LaCroix is. It can't be great for me, but as a treat once in a while, it's, it's, uh, I'm so bored with water. I do like putting protein powder in my water. That helps it taste better, but God damn. It's weird to just be like, yeah, I might just drink water. There are people that just drink water. That's all they drink is water. They're probably so much healthier than I am. I also came under the realization, you know, I started this trainer, you know, probably a week or so into December. And I know how much I lose when I do a a diet like keto. I lose weight fast at the top and... I end up losing a lot of weight, so I was like, oh, this will be great. On my 50th birthday, I'll post a before and after photo. But, you know, I've lost 20 pounds. That's good. But there's like only probably four more weeks, maybe five until my birthday. A pound a week. That's just like four more pounds. So... (laughs) People who know me, who have known me for forever and haven't seen me in a while tend to, you know, when I've seen people, when I have seen people recently, been like, oh yeah, I can totally tell. I don't know if they're lying or not, but I feel like, let's see, four more pounds. Yeah. I mean, 25 pounds. I don't know. It's not going to be where I wanted to be on my 50th birthday, but it's a great start. So I may not be posting a before and after after photo on my birthday. I did take a before photo though. And, uh, I even put it in a folder in my photos, um, called before. (laughs) And so whenever I open my phone to my photos, like, you know, there's the, your favorites folder, all photos folder. And then just my before photo was right there next to like, just right at the top. And it's just the fucking, Oh my God, I'm looking at it right now. This before photo of me. Shit, man. Did you hear that? Did you hear that gurgle? Before photo is so depressing to me. It's like embarrassing. Um, but I can't wait till it's a lot better. That I have so much weight to lose when I look at this. I can see it in my, f- I can see the difference in my face. But when I look at this uh, before photo, I'm like, I'm even gonna be. I I can tell you what I'm gonna be embarrassed to post this photo even with an after photo, like even if I'm ripped eventually, I'm going to be embarrassed posting this. It's so fucking, it's just the, the, the narcissist in me. I'm not a narcissist, but it's just like my ego. It's like, ugh. my ego is like, you used to teach rock climbing. There was a time when you had like, six to ten percent body fat you were so in shape what did you do steve 
you really let yourself go. And the whole time, I mean, I've never woken up and wondered, how did I get here? <laughs> Every single piece of garbage food I've put in my body, I've known was garbage food and what it was doing to me. But it's also been like my only vice. Ugh. Like I don't, sm well, I guess I smoke pot once in a while. I don't smoke pot the way people think I do. I really do it just for like pains and nausea. Um, and I don't drink. I don't go out to seek anonymous sex with strangers. I feel like I would need to drink to do that. <laughs> so maybe it's a good thing I don't drink, but it's, it's just food. It's always been my thing. Hey everybody, it's ad time, your favorite, and this week I got another one from Stitch Fix. I love this company, I love what they do. Uh, Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and even accessories to fit your body, budget, and your crazy lifestyle, you weird kids. <laughs> even you not-so-weird adults. Everything you need. Uh, I love these guys. Uh, when I first started doing ads for them, they did not have big and tall stuff. Guess what? They now have big and tall. I've made my orders. I'm waiting for it to get here. I'm very excited to model them for you <laughs> on my audio podcast. But it's amazing. You just go to stitchfix.com slash doctors because of our podcast, We're No Doctors, get it? And tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. It's uh, They have this, like, you know, you sign up, you go to the website, you take this kind of, not really a quiz, but it's a questionnaire, and it's very visual about, what do you think about this kind of clothes? What you, This kind of clothing. <laughs> this kind of clothes. <laughs> Look, I know fashion. I don't know grammar, guys. And you say, oh, yeah, I like this. No, I don't like that. And it just narrows everything down to stuff that you would actually want to wear, you know. And you'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick five items to send right to your door. You don't have to leave and go to a store. We all know I have social anxiety. I don't like going clothes shopping. I love staying home, though. That's why Stitch Fix is so great. So you work with the personal stylist, they handpick five items, send it to your door, then you try them on, and you pay for only what you love and return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns, all free. There's no subscription. Subscription, Boy, I have horrible mush, mush mouth. No subscription required. Sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Their, their styling fee is only $20, you guys, which... It's also applied to anything you keep from your shipment. So to get started right now, go to stitchfix.com slash doctors and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items. Keep all five items, 25% less. That's amazing. That's stitchfix.com slash doctors to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash, that's right, doctors. Thanks, guys. Well, the podcast world is growing bigger every day, and Himalaya wants to help you navigate it. Himalaya is a brand new podcast app where you can find every single podcast you love and some future faves. So whether you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya has got your back. 
Discover personally curated playlists and show your favorite podcaster some love with Himalaya's Tip Jar. It's free, it's the easiest to use, and we're adding cool new features every day. Go to your app store, download Himalaya, that's H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A, and don't forget to follow We're No Doctors once you're there. Today I was really struggling with, this is all psychological aspects of health right now. This is all part of mental health. This is the mental health part of the podcast. But today I was just like, well, I could have one iced mocha. Those of you who are new to the podcast may may not know this, but like my drink of choice for years, I mean like 10 years, has been an iced mocha. And I think I mentioned this before. It's been my only, the only thing I have that is regular in my life up until I started this diet was I'd get up in the morning and I'd go to Starbucks and almost always I would get an iced mocha. I wouldn't even always drink it or drink all of it. Sometimes I'd only have a few sips. Sometimes I would only have half. A lot of times I would have the whole thing, but it was a, it was just this habit that I have. It was a ritual and it was the only, uh, it was the only thing I had in my life that was regular that I did like on a daily basis because I'm an actor, I'm an actor, I'm a comedian. So I'm not always working. Sometimes there's weeks where I'm not working. Sometimes there's weeks where I'm working every day. So my schedule is always completely fucked. So the only thing I ever had was, well, I can always go to the coffee shop in the morning. And I just ended up liking mochas, which are fucking horrible for you. And that was the hardest thing for me to give up. And today, you know, I'm three weeks in today. I was like, well, and, and my brain is just such a piece of shit. It's like, hey, man, actually, you know, you could go into Starbucks and get an iced mocha. You could get one because you're out of the two weeks where you can't have any carbs. And um, I don't know if you know this, Steve, but the iced mocha is only like 38 grams of carbs. Your trainer said you could have 50 to 60 grams of carbs. You could have that iced mocha every day still, Steve. Just stick with the diet otherwise and... Honestly, as I'm saying this right now, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I really could. And I could. I really could go get an iced mocha every day still. And as long as I don't break the diet otherwise, I would still be fine, I think. That's insane to me. Although I am putting sugar in my uh, body because of that mocha. And uh, sugar takes you out of ketosis. So I would be losing weight a lot slower, I think. I just have to get that shit out of my mind. I was so close to doing it this morning. Oh my God. I was going to record a pod, a friend's podcast at his house earlier. And I was just like, oh man, I could actually, I, I just do the math of, you know, all the shit that has carbs in it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's 30, like 37, 38 grams of fat or carbs in that mocha you can have 60 dude you could have that and you could still have some more carbs
get a little bowl of oatmeal and breakfast at breakfast and have that mocha, man. You'll still be good. Just go to the gym. Actually, I probably would be fine. <laughs> You're literally, literally hearing the devil in my head right now. Anyway, so that's that. So, oh, I know what else I have to talk about. So, yeah, I am tomorrow, Wednesday afternoon, late afternoon, I'm going to get the CT scan. Whatever, that's going to happen. Whatever happens, happens. It, whatever's going on in my body, I can't change that right now, especially the kidney stone. I can change my diet. I can change all that. But the fact remains, I still have a kidney stone. I'm going to have to deal with it one day. So there's that. To, also tomorrow, but at like 930 in the morning tomorrow, I have to go back to the cardiologist. That was another saga in this podcast. You know, uh, a year ago I went and had a, um, what do you call it? A nuclear stress test which my cardiologist at the time, one of the best in, in LA was like, this is the most comprehensive scan we can do of your heart. This will show us everything. And so I did the scan because I was having heart palpitations, like irregular heartbeats, uh, very often. And it all started a couple years ago when I was dating this girl and we started hiking a lot and I was walking all the time and I lost like 20 pounds back then. But then I started having heart palpitations and irregular heartbeats and weird shit like that. And so it made me stop exercising. That's been, that's still going on. Granted, it's not happening as often, but it is still happening. It still kind of freaks me out. Just not as often. So because I'm on this whole health thing right now and getting fit and my fit, it, 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 a lot of this just revolves around the fact that my 50th birthday is coming up. February 26th. It's what the 20, what's the date now? 20. Oh, I can't tell. Cause my phone, 22nd. So in about five weeks, uh, I'm going to turn 50. And so I'm trying to do all this shit, you know, getting this kidney stone, you know, looked after. And then, uh, I was like, I got to follow up because, uh, you know, when I had the heart scan, they're like, we should probably also do like an ultrasound of your heart. Uh, see if we see anything else. And I never did that ultrasound part. Um, so I'm, I'm just cleaning house right now. And so I made that appointment last week. So tomorrow morning I'm going into the cardiologist and they're going to do an ultrasound of my heart. Um, so that's fun. <laughs> Cause it's weird. They did the, they did the stress test, you know, a year ago and the doctor called me he's like your your heart looks great there's no blockage so that's good um everything looks great but you know i'm like well i'm still having the heart palpitation what gives he's like well there's so many things that can cause that he's like you know let's do an ultrasound which i just put off and so i'm doing that want to get that figured out because it's weird not knowing it's weird having them go, your heart looks fine, but you're still going to have heart palpitation. I want an answer, even if it's shitty. I mean, I don't want a shitty answer, but I, I'd like to just know what's causing this. If there's a way to fix it, I'd like to do that. So I'm doing that, and then 
next week or week, week and a half from now, I am yeah, a week in, in a week and a half. Well, it's a little over a week. Jesus, Steve, just say a week. In a week, I'm going to uh, finally get this fucking tooth pulled. Um, it's been way too long. I've been putting that one off. I don't know if I told you guys this. So you all know that I had a root canal and then uh, it was at the end of a year of having, or towards the end of a year of having a lot of dental work done. And so I used up all my dental insurance for the year. And then I had this root canal, which was the last thing on my insurance. They put the temporary crown on. They're like, okay, come back in two weeks. We'll put the permanent on. You'll be fine. And I didn't have any more money on my insurance. And, um, and so I was like, well, I'll just wait till after the beginning of the year. And then I'll go in and do it. It's only like four or five months. What's the worst that can happen? Oh, well, guess what? It's like uh, I go in and they're like, oh, man, where have you been? They look at it. They're like, your temporary crown fell off probably long ago. Your tooth looks horrible. We have to pull it out, do a bone graft, and then six months after that, we'll put in a, a tooth, a fake tooth, whatever they call it, an implant. And a fake tooth sounds so hillbilly. We'll put it in an implant. So I, I, I've just been kind of putting that off. But um, like a couple weeks ago, I was sleeping. <clears throat> and it's weird because it's, you know, I lost the, the temporary crown. So I have only like half of a tooth that, that's been sticking out of my gums because the rest was supposed to be the crown. And um, a couple weeks ago, I was sleeping and I was having a dream that every time I close my mouth, my, my tooth, the back tooth, the, the, the tooth that needs to be pulled was making a rattling noise. It was in my dream. And then I woke up, touched the tooth with my tongue and it broke like the remaining part of my tooth. I'm feeling it right now. The remaining part of my tooth that was sticking out, um, just had just broke off. So it was weird that I was dreaming that and then woke up and just came right off. So there's now just tooth under the gum. So I'm fucking worried about that now. I'm going in uh, on the 1st, February 1st. Going to get that done and over with. Because I'm honestly um, convinced that it's still giving me sinus problems. Yes, being off dairy has like really helped with my sinus and sinuses and allergies, but there's still something that just feels off, and I think that it's this fucked up tooth, which is an upper molar, which is right next to your sinuses, and I, I'm sure that's ca been causing me sinus issues. So I just want to get all that shit taken care of. And I'm turning fifty. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to turn 50. Uh, I don't want to die. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's been almost an hour. Um, so I will, I will say this. Um, my podcast has also been picked up by uh, Stitcher. 
I'm on all platforms, but Stitcher, Stitcher Premium wanted to give me extra money to give them um, a little more content so that people who use Stitcher Premium, like you can just go to Stitcher regular. I don't know if you listen to this on Stitcher. You probably, most of you probably listen to this on iTunes podcast or Apple podcasts. That's where I listen to all mine. I don't, I've never even listened to anything on Stitcher. I don't know a lot about it, but you can, you can still get this on there, but they have a thing called Stitcher premium, which is like, you know, when you subscribe to something like you, or you get an app and they're like, get the pro version. It's just a little bit more. You get a little more. Stitcher premium wants me to, uh, do this podcast and then like give an extra few minutes, like 10 minutes or so of bonus content for people on Stitcher premium. So I'm just letting you guys know when this podcast ends after like an hour, if you're on Stitcher premium, you can probably hear like another 10 minutes of me bitching about my back or something. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I got to make money off this podcast. I do ads and it pays a little bit, but it does not pay what I thought. I It's funny because, you know, a year ago, Busy was like, did you know Anna Ferris makes like $2 million a year doing her podcast, like from advertising and something? And I was just like, yep, she's Anna, Fer- Anna Ferris. That's why she makes a lot of money. She's got way more listeners. I think the numbers on this podcast are like anywhere from 50 to like 80,000 downloads, which is good. Most people I know who have podcasts, they're way less than this. So this is good. I'm very happy doing this. I like it. I'm not going to start, stop doing the podcast, but I would like to move. I am an actor and I live in a studio apartment. Hi. A lot of people say when I tell them that they're like dude you're on Superstore you're on Speechless you did that Genji Cohen you're always acting you're you recurring part on so many shows people don't know that the, the acting boom or the the, day, the days of making a lot of money as an actor as just an average actor are w- w- long gone I had friends in the 90s who bought who would guest who did like a guest star on friends like just once and would make enough money no shit to put down a down payment on a fucking house like or to get a you know to pay off a loan it, it was so crazy in the 90s and I wasn't really acting in the 90s I did a couple commercials and made some decent money doing that but then in the 2000s it just started they just started fucking over the average actor and the only way to make money on a show is if you are the main in the main cast if you are a series regular you can make good money i do a guest star and i make okay money um and i don't you know i do superstore you know i think this season whatever season this is is i've done like four or five episodes they do like 26 in a year i make nothing that a series regular nothing compared to a series of regular. So I don't make a lot of money. That's why I'm in a studio apartment. I have a little bit of money saved up. I could totally move into a nicer place, but 
I have my terrified monkey lizard uh, actor brain where I'm like, what if I upgrade to a nice apartment and then no acting gigs come in and then I can't pay my rent? So I've just kind of safely sat here in this shitty apartment. Not shitty. It's still, it's nice for a studio. It's big for a studio, but I want to move guys. Therefore, I'm giving 10 extra minutes to Stitcher Premium. And by the way, that's not going to give me anything. That's going to be like, that will probably pay my phone bill. <laughs> but I'm trying to do everything I can to make it add up. And I, you know, I talked about doing Patreon stuff uh, a while ago as well. I asked everybody's, this, I'll, I'll ask again. You can leave it in the comment section or send me emails because uh, Patreon has reached out to me. People at Patreon have reached out to me saying, hey man, you could, you make some money if you did some extra stuff for your podcast and put it on Patreon. This will always be free. This hour of me talking to guests and doing this shit will always be free. You know, I may throw in an extra 10 minutes of me talking about, my, you know, what my stool looked like. <laughs> what my stool looked like in the morning if you want to go to Stitcher Premium to catch that. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, I talked about, I don't know, it was maybe over a year ago. I was like, what do you guys think if I did a Patreon account where you still get all this, none of this changes, but then, you know, I do like a video once a week. Like, I don't know. That's the other thing is I, did, I don't know what I would do for Patreon because I'm not going to change this because I don't want to lose listeners. Um, so this isn't going to change, but I'm trying to figure out what I could do. Like maybe I just go to a different kind of doctor's appointment once a week or once a month and videotape it. <laughs> I could put that on Patreon and then just for content, just the regular podcast, I would talk about my doctor's appointment but Patreon subscribers could actually see see my progress. I don't know. Um, all right. I'm going to wind it up. I'm sounding more nasally. And I have not had dairy in two days. So I don't think this is dairy related. I think this is couch related. I would love to know how many of you are sitting at home for the umpteenth umpteenth time going, dude, get rid of your fucking couch. You complain about it constantly. I should just go record in my car. I almost did that today. I was like, I'm out and about. I have my recorder with me. I'm just going to record in my car. How about that? Nah. I'm just going to sit here and uh, sniffle. Although the last two weeks, it, it was way better. Maybe it was me having a few slices of cheese on Sunday. No, that can't be it. That can't be it. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. Hopefully next week, guys, will be the episode um, with me and Busy up in San Francisco from Sketchfest. I don't see why we wouldn't have it by then. Last year, we had the live episode within two weeks, so keep your fingers crossed. Um, 
I'm going to end this and then I'll just uh, do some random bullshit for 10 minutes for Stitcher Premium. <laughs> you don't have to go, don't have to check out or you can. Um, but I saved all the good stuff for you guys, for you lovers. Um, and that's it. Uh, sorry, I was so tired. Sorry, my back hurts. Actually, I'm not sorry. My back hurts. All this pain gives me shit to talk. <laughs> gives me shit to talk about. But I appreciate you guys listening. Um, we'll figure this all out. Everything's going to be great. I'm going to be 50 in a month. That's going to be fucking surreal. And I know there are people out there listening to this who are already in their 50s or 60s, 70s, who are just like, hey, dude. Don't bum me out. Stop bitching about your 50s. <laughs> I have a friend who just turned 60 and I was bitching. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm I'm getting old. This is a big one. They're like, shut the fuck up. All right. So that's been an hour. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Stay healthy. It's still flu season. I post that flu map every week. And um, oh, that reminds me. I need to do that. I post that flu. It hasn't updated like this week yet so that's why it's late right now but it is flu season so stay safe stay wash your hands for god's sake and uh, we'll catch you next time okay bye